Welcome once again to Take a Break with Steve and Nate. I'm your co-host, Nate. I'm your co-host, Steven. Today, we will drill each other with mystery questions, a hot-button viewer question, and a new segment brought to us by our very own Steven. Without further filler, let's get started. Steven, what is your question for me today? My question for you today is, what's your worst I'm old moment? Like, what's your worst moment that you felt like, oh, crap, I'm old? Well, last week, my hip went out while I was sleeping. <laughs> that is beautiful. Turned 30 this year, which you did as well? I did turn the, oh, last year, technically. Well, yeah, the, yeah, within the last year. We both yes. turned 30. Yes. We turned 30 and started a podcast. Do we sound like a stereotype right there? We do. Is this midlife crisis? Probably. I hope not. This should not be midlife. It's a first quarter crisis. There we go. I'll take that. Quarter crisis. Quarter crisis. I like it. Honestly, uh, so about the same time I turned 30, I took on a new position at work, and I sit a lot more because I work a, a computer job now full time, which it was before, but I had some time to stand up in the past. Now I sit for eight solid hours a day, and I mean, I'm keeping up with four kids as well, so... I go from sitting eight hours a day to trying to run after them. And my body just some days tells me, hey, you hit 30. <laughs> You're old now, man. I feel that. Oh, no, I will. I will actually have to say this one. I was telling a friend about the fact that we started this podcast. And this was kind of a, a blow to my ego because this guy's a little bit older than us. And I was telling him about it. And I said, yeah, so um, we'll be starting the podcast and you'll be able to follow us on uh, Twitter. But I have to figure out how Twitter works because I've never used it. <laughs> all right grandpa and i'm texting him about this and he goes all right grandpa i was like yeah 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 don't worry i'll figure out how twatter works <laughs> was the autocorrect it was twatter he goes oh man i'm never letting you live this down I'm like, dang it fantastic so yeah i've had a couple of those uh <laughs> a couple of those moments here recently where i just kind of felt my age just a few right yeah felt my age or double Oh my goodness. Oh man. Yeah, I had a few myself. I I do I have it's, it's honestly been for for a couple of years now I wake up with a bad back because, you know, I'm also old at heart and my body has decided at like age 25 that I was just going to go downhill from here. That was because of that uh part that you played in Oliver Oh, obviously. I, I, I jinxed myself at age 20. I mean, you went all Jared Leto on that role and really just threw yourself into the character and your body just never came back. I did. I jinxed myself at 19 playing an old man and now my body just thinks that's what it is now. Didn't your uh, like future in-laws at the time, now in-laws, but future at the time, didn't they think you actually were an old man? Okay, I have to talk about this. I'm glad you brought it up. So when I first met my wife, we were in the play together. I first met Amanda. I was in the play with her. And we had just finished up, I think, our first night actually performing. And I went up to, you know, hug her and tell her, you know, so good. Everybody just so, I was so excited. And I walked away and she said, her parents looked at her and said, Amanda, who is that old man that was just hugging you? So props to whoever did my makeup that year. I don't remember who did the makeup, but it must have been real good if they thought I was an old man. Uh, but ever since then, my body has just decided that that's, who, that's the age I'm going to be. 
And I'm going to be honest, I can't wait for, like, being old and getting to say things that normally I can't say and <laughs> telling kids to get off my yard. Hitting people with your uh, walker, using a bunch of balloons to lift the house off the ground. Speaking of walkers, when I turned 30 this past year, my in-laws decided it would be a great gag gift to give me a walker for my 30th birthday. I'm not going to lie, I sat in that thing most of the day. It was one of those ones with the seats, and it was beautiful. Oh, those are the better ones. I felt like a grandpa. Those are actually amazing. Uh, I I, uh, I had one of those when I broke my ankle, and it wasn't mine. I was out and about with, uh, I think it was my grandma, and she had a walker, and I and she looked at me, and I was like, hobbling along, she goes, sit down. And she took her walker, folds it down, and it makes me sit. Fantastic. It's like, okay. Yep. When grandma tells you to sit, you listen. How did we go from episode one talking about DC movies and all this nerdy stuff to episode four? We are now talking about what's the best walker. It's the four phases of life already. We've already aged so much in just four episodes. And for anybody that catches up later on, it's going to be like just in two hours. These guys aged 80 years. What happened? Oh, man. That reminds me, when I was in college, I started a thing with my roommate. I would say just what in an old man voice, and I'll give you guys a preview, and it'll be great because he's going to listen to this later. I will give you a preview of what I used to do to him. I used to say, what? And he dies laughing every time. Like, every single time. He can't help but laugh. That has become a staple so much that I will call him at random times just to leave him a voicemail of that. Just so that... At some point, he will text me later in the day, I hate you. And I'm like, I know you do, bud. I know you do. <laughs> but you love it. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. All right. Do you have a question for me, sir? I do. Did you ever go back and watch the end credit scene for Into the Spider-Verse? Okay, let me... We discussed this in the last segment. We did. Let me be. Let me be clear about something. I did not, but it's because I have so much... I... I have a lot going on with school. Since our last since our last segment, since our last meeting, I found out I had to get an entirely new camera lens for my camera for class and a new hard drive. Ooh. And they weren't expensive, but I also had to buy USB-C adapters so that I could connect to the class computers because of Max. I've been like super stressed about the money about it and completely slipped my mind to even watch the end credit scene for Into the Spider-Verse. But... That will I will put that on my list right now to go back and do, because I really want to see it. This is going to become a reoccurring question. Until I do until it. Until you do it. I figured. I figured. If you subconsciously just stop, and we get like five years down the road a podcast, and I'm still asking this question, I will love that. I really, I just need to see it. Speaking of seeing stuff, have you watched the new Matrix movie? No. Now, I have a good reason. Amanda doesn't like the Matrix. I tr- And? I tried to get, okay. Not and. I don't have time to go out and see stuff by myself. Well, I didn't mean that. She just, she could sit down and watch it. I know Amanda and her mind is so complex. She just needs to watch The Matrix, even if she doesn't like it. I've tried. I've tried. I got her uh, maybe about 20 minutes into the first one. And it got... Here's where she lost it. It got to the scene where they're pulling the bug out of his stomach in the car. It's the one scene where she was like, nope, I can't watch this. She's like, it's weird. And I'm like, it's good, though. 
And then... Yeah, it's weird. But it, it's a good weird. It's going to be a process. It's going to be a process. I'm telling you. It's going to be a process. Because it's going to get... It's going to go from there. And then she's going to get to the point where he wakes up in the fluid with all the stuff in his back. And she's going to be like, I yeah. can't watch you. And then I'm going to have to try again yeah. in a few months. And, you know, it's just going to take so much time. But she has said if we find time, she will go with me to watch Matrix 4 in theaters. And I'm like, I kind of have to because this has been a long time coming for me. And I'm super excited. I did not. But did you play the game? I loved Enter the Matrix. We used to have it. So you might actually get more out of the new movie than I did. Oh, man. Yes. Just simply because uh, I read this going into it that they pulled some canon for the movie from the game. Oh, beautiful. So, so there's stuff in the movie that's referenced that I just totally had no clue what they were talking about at first. And it's because it was game anthology. You need to go back and find that game and play it. It is quality. Apparently there's still an active online version of it. Really? Where people still are playing it in community well i think i know what i need to do sometime this week yeah watch uh it to the spider verse and credit scene <laughs> okay it's on my list all right it's on my list all right i'll it stop will, i'll stop dogging you. it will happen right there number one watch into the spider verse in credit scene all right i have a new segment i want to try out i am so stoked about this and i don't know we might we might put in some like Intro music to the new segment. I don't know. I haven't decided that yet. But for the first time, I want to just hop into it because I'm I'm stoked about this first one. Okay. This new segment is called Scrapper Crap. What's going to happen is your boy Steven is going to read you two different TV show pilots. One is going to be a real TV show pilot that got scrapped and didn't go to air. The other one is going to be something I wrote. And you're going to have to try and tell the difference between the two. And I've made this first one about as hard as I could do for the first time writing my own TV show pilot. We'll see. We'll see how you do. Hey, I'm hoping for fame for you from this. You're going to get some sort of agent is going to listen to our podcast and they're going to hear your idea. And either you're going to get a job or they're going to steal it and you're just going to lose out on all the royalties. They're going to be like, hey, we listened to your podcast and we like that fake crap TV show pilot you pitched. Do you want to like pitch it to us? Like, yeah, sure. If you guys like crap. So this first one. Uh, it, this TV show pilot is called Unanimous. Unanimously voted out by his board of directors, an ex-inventor decides to get back into the market by coming up with a brand new invention with the help of his genius 10-year-old grandson. That's your first TV show pilot. The next one is called Puchinski. A cop who is killed in the line of duty is reincarnated as a dog and teams up with his partner to find the man who killed him. So that second one actually sounds familiar. Does it? Which is ironic because i feel like that's the crap one so i'm gonna go with the uh puchinski is crap i'm sorry no puchinski is the scrap i wrote the first one the second one is a real tv show pilot that aired on abc starring peter boyle as the puchinski as the dog and cop i kid you not i looked i looked at some of the like footage for it i looked up images they switch between having a real dog on set, and having a puppet. This was a live-action TV show. I'm sorry. With a puppet dog. What? I will post pictures of this on our Twitter later. But this... Okay. This is a real show that they thought, yeah, this is good. We should put this out there. He dies getting hit by a guy in a car on the line of duty. At his funeral, 
his partner comes up to a dog and he talks in the, at the funeral. And there's a line of dialogue where his partner asks him, so what are you going to do now? And he says, well, first, I'm going to try licking myself. Then I'm going to find the man that killed me. Well, you know what? That just seems like a very logical line for this show. I mean, from, from everything I've seen and read, that just sounds like what the show should all be about. And the puppetry, like the puppet itself looks pretty darn good. I'm not going to lie. It looks good. I think this was in the 80s or 90s when this show was, when they piloted this. But the mouth movement is so unrealistic. It's not even funny. It's so bad. And I was... So it was not Jim Henson involved in this project. It was not. It was definitely not. And if you don't know who Peter Boyle is out there, he played the father on that great beloved TV show, All the People Loved Love Ray. I don't want to say the real name in case we can't. But All the People Love Ray, that's the TV show he was on. He played the dad in that in that show. Imagine that man's voice coming out of a puppet dog. I want to see this now. I will send you the link to the YouTube video of the pilot because it's up. Now, the one that you came up with sounds like the next Prime special. I mean, I mean, unanimous does sound good. I did my best to make it hard on you, and I think I did good since you guessed the wrong one. Right out of the gate, man. Awesome. Awesome job. All right, all right let's move on to the next one because I'm excited about this one, too. The next pilot I'm going to throw up to you is called Look Well. It's about a former TV action star who decides he wants to recapture his fame by solving real-world cases. The second one is called Hired. After being released from prison, an ex-hitman decides to settle down and take the easy life. However, his past will catch up with him at the most inconvenient times. So that first one, are you a Friends fan? Yes. That first one sounds like a plot that would happen to Joey. (laughs) It does. Like, it sounds like something he would be trying out for and running lines with, with Chandler. And then the second one sounds like a Jason Bateman I feel like if it is it a thing that it needs to become a thing and he needs to be either Jason Bateman or Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds can make it a fun little like buddy cop style hitman thing. I'm going to go with the first one is crap. Again, no, the first one is a real TV show pilot. The second one was, but I got to tell you, the first one was a 1991 comedy that was written by Robert Smigel and Conan O'Brien. Let that sink in for a minute. Conan O'Brien wrote a TV show in 1991. It gets better because the main character, Ty Lookwell, was going to be played by Adam West. I would watch Adam West do that role because he would just, he, it would be, I mean, I don't know. It would be hilarious. It, yeah, it would just be so much fun. It would. It's great because it goes on to tell say that uh, he takes himself very seriously, dropping lines of wisdom that lack wisdom with grace and poise. Everything about this sounds great. The only problem is that he can't get another acting gig despite his moderate success as a TV detective. So he has to take matters into his own hands. I just feel like saying Adam West has moderate success as a TV detective is just... I know it's just a character that he's playing, but it feels a little pointed at Adam... <laughs> It really does. It feels like they're taking, they're satiring his actual career. I just, I can't imagine being in the same room telling Adam West this is his character. Like, all right, so your character is a TV star. Oh yeah, that's me. Who has moderate success as a TV detective. I, I had to succeed. Now, Adam, I may not have actually written this role with you in mind. Go on. (laughs) Okay, but he doesn't have a lot of acting gigs nowadays. 
Are you sure you didn't write this with me in mind? Once again, I, I'd, I'd watch this. Now there is a, I'm going to throw in this, this great one that I found that I just don't have the heart to put in an official segment. But I want to preface this by saying it's bad. Like it's, it came out in the 1950s and 60s. It was supposed to come out in the 1950s and 60s is when it was piloted. The name of the title is Heil Honey, I'm Home. I have seen this. You see, oh my gosh. I, oh man. Did you come across the videos of it? I did not. I didn't know there were videos. I was too scared from the... They filmed the pilot. I was so scared from the synopsis. I was like, this is like right after the World War II. You're going to make this. It was I Love Lucy level sitcom of the time filming and everything. But it was Hitler and his wife living in an apartment. Okay. For those of least, those of you listening that don't understand what's going on, Heil Honey, I'm Home is a 1950s sitcom about Adolf Hitler and Eva Braun, Eva Braun in 1938, living in Berlin next door to a Jewish couple. I want to let that last part sink in because it said Jewish couple. I want to know who thought this was a good enough idea to write. First off, and then who managed to get them a budget to film a pilot? This had to be someone's brother's something or another. Yeah, I'm going to just do him a favor. We know this is never actually going to happen, but I promised his dad on his deathbed I would make his first movie be a pilot episode or something. Oh, time out. I was wrong. This was not the 90s. This was 1990 when they made this. 1990. I feel sorry for my decade. Oh, man. That's so bad. Like, Written by Jeff Atkins. Oh my goodness, you guys. This is not good. Who in 1990 decided, yeah, let's make a show about Hitler living next to a Jewish couple. And make it a sick, let's make it funny. It came from UK, from the UK. Like, who in the UK, if this was a US show, I, I, it, I'd feel like it'd have more, like, stability on our television because we put the weirdest and dumbest stuff on tv but in the uk they actually went through like bombings and stuff and this guy was just like yeah let's make a tv show out of hitler let's make him a lovable guy let's make it a sitcom about hitler and his wife uh, there's so much wrong with this so much wrong well now after we finish i'm gonna have to go to youtube and look up the pilot because i have to see how bad this train wreck really is you know we can sit here and stew all day we we, we gotta get to our last part man we do let's 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 move on and this is going to be our hot button question it comes from rev thank you rev is the princess bride really a good movie <sighs> i've actually given this one a lot of thought so a vibe i'll let you uh kick us off I have to say it is because it's had so much, like, putting aside the story alone, it has had so much cultural impact. And a good movie has tons of cultural impact. I can't think of that movie without thinking of How I Met Your Mother. Because in that show, they use the name Mandy Patink. I know him from Princess Bride. That's it. Like, it's so good. The story alone is good, but the cultural impact it's had has been massive. We don't let our kids watch a whole lot of stuff that has fighting and violence in it just because, you know, they end up acting it out on each other. Exactly. Someday we'll talk about the time I actually let them watch The Karate Kid. That was... It, it was the remake with uh, with Jaden Smith. I was like, yeah, this won't be a bad idea. Oh, it's like someone gave him Mountain Dew and a box of Skittles. I'm all hyped up on Mountain Dew. But we've actually... 
we've let them watch The Princess Bride. And they absolutely loved it. The only part we skipped and had to skip was uh, the screeching eels. That little bit scared them. And then uh, when Ingo Montoya was uh, bleeding out, we, we kind of skipped into the later part when he's okay again. Good point. Good, good call. But overall, they, they did actually love that movie. It's just a really nice, fun comedy as long as you skip those. Ex- oh, and the uh, fire swamp. We Okay, so we, we maybe made like a 30-minute movie by the time we were done. We, we, <laughs> we vid-angeled that thing. On our own. But it is just such a good movie that has something for everybody, is what I love about it. Just like the grandpa's talking about, it's got sports, it's got adventure, it's got romance, it's got pirates. It's got everything. I saw something not too long ago that was really touching about that movie. Fred Savage put out a tweet on Andre the Giant's birthday. Andre's passed away quite a while ago now, I believe. Yeah. But Fred Savage put out this post that of everybody he was excited to meet being on this movie set, it was his wrestling star super fandom of Andre the Giant. And so he got to meet him and he said he was the best person he'd ever met and they became real real kind of close for the age difference and stuff. He said, but for the rest of Andre's life, he would send Fred Savage a birthday card every year after that movie. I was like, you know, that's just... That, he, he was a gentle giant. He was a wholesome guy, apparently, with all these different stories I hear about him. But I was like, that's just really cool. That's fantastic. Oh, I love it when you get to hear about actors who are, like, super cool and super nice to to people. It's so good. Like, it, it gets me every time. That's what I love to see. I love to see actors just, like, breaking down. Like, oh, my God, I didn't know I had such an impact. Like, you do. That's a good place to leave today. That's a good place. I think so. I think so. I, this has been a good episode, man. Lots of feels. Lots of feels. Nate, do you have anything? A few things on the back burner that are just taking me a little longer to get to the front than I expected, so I'm just going to hold off on those for a little bit longer. Do you? No, nothing new this week. Just, you know, school and stuff still going, so still still got some irons in the fire, but we'll see how those go later. Uh, I also want to thank Courtney again for our picture or uh, artwork because it is so phenomenal i've gotten so many people tell me like it's so good like who did that and i'm like it's nate's wife she did it it's fantastic work it is awesome i love that she did it she's kind of like one of our biggest fans right now speaking of fans let's see what we got here we have 32 plays within the first six hours of episode three going up we had two plays and our first episode actually is up to 18 people listen to it so I'm I'm really cool with this. It, things are going better than I expected to kick off with. Nice. They are. They are. Uh, I'm hoping for like you know our next goal be 40 to get up to 40 plays overall. In episode one, your goal was five people in five years, and we blew that goal out of the water. We surpassed that immediately. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for joining us today for a break. Don't forget to like and share the show wherever you podcast. So we're up on Google Podcasts. We're up on Spotify, Apple, Overcast. We're also up on Stitcher. Check us out on Twitter. Uh, we are at Steve, Nate, Steve and Nate. Or send us an email at stevenatebreak at gmail.com. And please like send all your questions, all your ideas. We would love to hear from you all. 